0: Dave and Darren Podcast! The top five things. That's what you're about to enjoy, and boy, this is, a, this is potentially a really good one, because it, it features the return of a beloved Dave and Darren regular. Say no more! Yeah, I don't want to ruin it for you. But she wants to be a baby! <laughs> the
1: podcast brought to you by Nature's Treatment of Illinois, Tech Drive in Milan and West Main Street in Galesburg. <laughs> Recreational waiting lists are available. You can go to the website, which is uh, where you will reserve your time at ntillinois.com.
0: Here we go. Number one. One.
2: one. one. Number
0: one. Story from the Grand Rapids, Michigan area. Uh, Kent County, sheriff's deputy has resigned. Lied about his involvement in an off-duty hit-and-run crash. And according to the police report, the reason he lied about the hit-and-run crash was his words now, mm-hmm. quote, just to see if I can get away with it. I can't decide whether I marvel at this man's honesty or So the hit-and-run was intentional? Kenyatta Weaver Jr. resigned last month, and that was about a month after this crash happened in Grand Rapids. At the time of the crash, he was working with the sheriff's office under what they call a last chance agreement for lies that he told his own department about his involvement in an off-duty brawl the previous year. So in 2019, this guy's in some sort of brawl. Yeah, He lies about his involvement in it. They catch him on that. They say, we really should get you off the force for being a liar, Mm -hmm. but we're going to put you on what we call a last chance agreement. Then, in July of this year, he's allegedly involved in some sort of hit and run, lies about that. They ask him, well, why did you lie about this? And he says, well, you know, to see if I could get away with it. A witness who paints road markings told Grand Rapids police he was working At 12.30 in the morning on July 23rd. Is that the best idea? (laughs) When he saw a car... Who wants to be painting the roads in the middle of the night? Well, that's when you don't have to worry about people driving on them, I guess. Okay. I wouldn't do it. I would request the day shift if I was a street painter. I'm going to need a floodlight. Witness who paints road markings says he was working at 12.30 in the morning when he saw a car flying... At speeds that he estimated to be more than 100 miles an hour. (laughs) He told police he called 911 after watching the car hit the railroad track, strike a curb, and lose control. The driver tried to restart the car, then ran away, leaving the vehicle behind. When police questioned Weaver about the abandoned car, he said, I had nothing to do with that. He said I had parked along the street outside my home and I had been drinking that night, so I went and I passed out. He said he was in bed by 11 p.m., which would be about an hour and a half before this crash happened. Don't use the term pass out. You're not helping yourself. He said he thought his car had been impounded because he parked in front of a fire hydrant. That's why he thought. He's like, you don't think it was weird that your car was missing? Yeah, I just figured it got impounded. He later told police someone else was driving the car, but he did not want to press charges or identify the person who had been driving. It's a person because he didn't want to get the person in trouble. So then they said, "Well, you know, it, it, you, Th- okay, then that's if, kind if that's of our the case. That's kind of your job. If, if that's the case, <laughs> right?
1: And we're just going to let you know right now. This all points to you." Well,
0: then he identified three people that he suspected had taken the car. Grand Rapids police got a search warrant for this guy's cell phone, which was left in the car. And they say they found messages on the phone that appeared to contradict his account that he was in bed by 11, including a text he sent seven minutes after the crash was reported. So he resigns as a deputy. He went to go to the police department there to come clean. And uh, he said, listen, I want to come clean about everything that happened that night, but... It would be helpful if we didn't talk at all about my alcohol use. You know
1: who I suspect? This is who I suspect. Yeah. It could be any citizen. Mm -hmm. Or maybe uh, a a closer ring of friends.
0: (laughs) He said he was driving home from a bar when he missed his turn, put his car in reverse, and hit a curb. He also said there was no way he was driving faster than 50 miles an hour. Not a hundred miles an hour, as the witness reported. So far, it sounds as though you're not telling us the truth about anything. Well, why didn't you call the cops? He said, well, I think I just panicked. When they said, what about all these stories you told us about the crash? He said he was, quote, just trying to see if I could get away with it.
1: (laughs) No, you were just trying to get away with it. Not...
0: (laughs) He was already on a last chance agreement. That's... See... If you're on a last-chance agreement, you really ought to just straighten up and fly right.
1: I just don't know if I'm capable of doing that.
0: In June of 2019, Weaver threw punches during an off-duty brawl at a mobile home. He briefly pulled a gun during the incident. That's not good. Then lied to responding deputies about the fight and the gun. He was not criminally charged for that brawl, but he was ticketed for the crash for failing to report an accident and careless driving. They're not charging him with lying to the police, which they probably should, right? Well, if he's got to learn his lesson. Well, they let him go. The sheriff's department let him go. Uh, and in a statement here, it says uh, this young man has demonstrated he's willing to lie. And there's no place for that in law enforcement. So that's why we're going to let him go? Yeah, but you already... Oh, let him go. You already knew let him go as him he doesn't go. work okay. here anymore. Right. Um, but you already knew he was a liar. When he lied the first time, you knew this guy was willing to lie.
1: That's when you established it.
0: Yes. Well, you know, I just wanted to see if I could get away with it.
1: <laughs> Happy birthday to me, I guess. Number
0: two. 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 Uh, Hell, have no fury like a woman scorned. Isn't that the old saying? Yeah, that was a
1: woman saying
0: it. Yeah, well, I believe them when they tell you that. Uh, when woman... they tell you that? Yeah. Do do yourself a favor And believe them. When people (laughs) tell you who they are. Yes. Believe them. Exactly. Woman claims her boyfriend cheated on her, and she's revealing how she got back at him. Some are suggesting maybe she took this too far. (laughs) Her name is Destiny. She said she gave her long-distance boyfriend a second chance after he cheated on her the first time. Oh, honey, I'm here to tell you that was a mistake. You got a long-distance boyfriend who has cheated on you once? Guess what? He's gonna do it again, okay, sweetie.
1: So I don't know what the details are yet, but if some people are saying mm-hmm. that she took it too far, I'm guessing she took it too far.
0: I right, Well, she got a little revenge. She had a bunch of his stuff that she needed to return to him, so she decided to, you know, get a little revenge. Uh, the The picture here says this is what happens when you cheat twice on a girl who loves glitter. Destiny is then seen sitting in her car with a box of items, which she says all belong to the ex-boyfriend, including a sports jacket, a couple of shirts, and a necklace. And she just sprays. Yeah, here comes the glitter bomb. A couple of pieces with hairspray. Then she folds them up, puts them back, and then just dumps glitter all over everything. In a second video, she explained that she used to send him love letters with little bits of glitter in the love letters. So you'll know you'll know you'll know you'll know who this is from well I, maybe maybe that's what drove this guy to stray is getting glitter in the mail from this nightmare it's just everywhere <laughs> she decided to repeat the prank on a larger scale saying this was her idea of a smack in the face posted this video on TikTok it's gotten over two and a half million likes and over 20,000 comments Most people saying that this prank is a perfect way to get closure. Others saying that that this is going too far. i tell you what. You start dealing with glitter,
1: and you could be putting up with that for like 50 years. (laughs) It's still. To try to get rid of it.
0: When the boy was very young, I thought it would be fun. uh, One St. Patrick's Day to get some uh, gold glitter. Uh Uh-huh. And leave a trail from the front door to our kitchen and then there were uh, shamrock cookies left left for the boy-huh um, and, and it's one of, it was a great like it was a great gag, but he loved it, although the best part was I think he was four. he came down the stairs and he saw the uh, the glitter and I, I got this on tape or on my phone or whatever. He looks at this mess of glitter and the first thing he says to me is, I didn't do this." <laughs> <laughs> this is not my fault. And I'm like I know, I, I think we had a visitor last night. And then he comes and he sees the cookies, and it was great. But to your point, I figured, okay, now I just vacuum up the glitter.
1: So this is seven years later. Uh,
0: the glitter is gone now. Mm. No, it is. Okay, but it was at least two or three years later, it, and I was still easily. finding glitter, even though I thought uh, you got it. I had gotten all of it. There would, you would still see a, a fragment here and there, and sometimes there'd be pieces of it in, in a part of the house that wasn't even involved the in The this was here. Yeah. Yeah, that glitter's a nightmare. It is. Someone says, yeah, destroy his stuff. How cool of you. If he keys your car, it's his fault. Another person says, this is too toxic. But you're not ready for that conversation. <laughs> Someone says, why do people have to one-up each other in a breakup, be the better person, and move on? Why does, anyone, you have could to, why do does anyone have to comment? Well, because that's the world we live in, Darren. Rather than just ending a relationship, uh, destiny here decided to turn it into a, a viral moment, and it has gone viral and to the point where we're talking about it. But by, the, the larger point is, don't have a long-distance relationship. That's just a, that's a mistake. I just don't
1: know. I think I would just be a little... Uh... Wary of ever dating anybody with the name Destiny.
0: It's it's a it's a great point. This is
1: my destiny. <laughs> oh, no, wait. <laughs> That's mean, a great. She's
2: literally my destiny.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't like the sound of this. I'm your density. Oh no. There's a story of a uh, a guy on one of the dating apps. I think it's Tinder. That's, is that that's the most popular of the dating apps, right Tinder? I believe so. Uh, this guy was hoping to meet a fellow Star Wars fan on the Tinder. He likes Star Wars? He's been banned from Tinder for catfishing after posing with a baby Yoda like a, a baby Yoda toy uh-huh and they've banned him. Why, why would that
1: get you banned?
0: Well, here it is. Uh, this guy says that he matched with this woman on Tinder. And he's sharing the, uh, the conversation. So his, his online dating profile, he uses a, a, a picture of a Photoshopped uh, Baby Yoda. Uploaded a picture of him with Baby Yoda to his profile And did this in the hopes of getting a Star Wars fan. And it's like a Photoshop, not really a toy. It's like a Photoshop of Baby Yoda. So it looks like he and Baby Yoda are looking at something online. And they're saying, well, because you Photoshopped it.
1: That's not fair to Star Wars fans? (laughs) Is that what they're concerned about?
0: He said that, that it was a bid to move the conversation along, uh as to what kind of uh, films this woman like. This woman thought it was a doll. And he says, no, it's Photoshopped. And she says, no, not the photo. I mean the, the Yoda doll. She wants to know, where did you get that Yoda doll? He yeah. says, I, no, it's, it's Photoshop. He says, yeah, it's not a doll. Anyways, what kind of movies do you like besides Star Wars? And the woman says... So you just put a fake image on your profile? I thought
1: you had a real baby Yoda that I was going to
0: be able to get my hands on. That's literally (laughs) the definition of catfishing. You're a liar and a sneak, and I'm reporting you. Not letting you fool anyone else with your little
1: tricks. I thought I had had access to a baby Yoda. The things I would
0: have done. Where did you get that baby Yoda doll? It looks so (laughs) lifelike. No, it's. I
1: want to be around that
0: baby Yoda. (laughs) What are you telling me that you don't (laughs) Don't indeed have
1: a a baby baby Yoda? Yoda?
0: Where, where did you get that baby Yoda? Oh no, well that's not. It's not real. I just photoshopped him so it looks like me and baby Yoda are hanging out. I did that to 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 show that I love Star Wars.
1: How dare you toy with
0: my emotions? (laughs) Are you telling me that that's not real Yoda? I have- am, sir, I am reporting you to the Tinder authorities that is literally catfishing, sir. So you just put a fake image on your profile. That's literally the definition of catfishing. You're a liar and a sneak, and I'm reporting you. Not letting you fool anyone else with your little tricks. I've got to know, this is a, a woman named Roz. Roz. Who wanted to know where can I get that Yoda doll? No, no, no. It's just photoshopped. No, no, no. Not the photo. I mean the Yoda doll. Where did you get that the doll? The things I was willing to do. I would have. I would have rocked your world for a chance. And like, I can show this to Darren, and and, and you can explain it. Like that very clearly looks like a Photoshop that this guy did. It doesn't look okay. like, right? I guess you could fool yourself into thinking. He, this. It's a remarkably lifelike Yoda doll, I guess. Where? All right, I'll play your game. I'll go on a date with you. But first, I must know, where did you get that Yoda doll? And when do I get to see it and meet it? No, no, it's not a doll. Anyways, uh, what kind of movies do you like? I assume you like Star Wars. So, wait a minute, you just put a fake image on your profile? He's been banned now. Uh Uh-huh. He says, yeah, no, they they banned me because I violated the terms of service. People dealing with real-life problems. Are you telling me? (laughs) He says, "Uh, OMG, it's okay, I got banned about only wanting a relationship, and I messaged Tinder about... It, and all they said was you violated the terms. I'm going to go
1: all the way to Mr. Tinder himself, if I have to. Dear Mr. Tinder.
0: <laughs> are you telling me where? What kind of shell game are you running? <laughs> You're not going to be playing your little chicks on any other unsuspecting females. Oh, dang. I
1: was willing to take my teeth
0: out for you. I was coming over there dressed up as Slave Princess Leia just to play with your Yoda doll. And now I find out through my questioning that in fact you don't have that Yoda doll and it doesn't exist? Believe you me, a letter is being written as I speak to the people at Tinder. I, sir, will get you banned from this platform. Dear Mr. Tinder... Three, three, three. I find that for me, and maybe maybe you're like this, uh, for me, I use television to mark the time. And holidays for me, uh, I, I have the television as kind of an integral part of a holiday. For me, it's not Christmas until I've watched uh, Charlie Brown Christmas, uh, Rudolph uh, the Red-Nosed Reindeer, uh-huh. and then It's a Wonderful Life on Christmas Eve. For me, I'm telling you, like, just it's just how I do things. It's not Thanksgiving until I watch the Macy's Day Parade. I have the Macy's Day Parade on as I'm, I'm fixing my turkey. That is part of the holiday, having that parade on. New Year's Day, every New Year's, I got the Rose Bowl Parade on. I could give a rip about the Rose Bowl Parade, but it's just something that I have that kind of lets me know, okay, today is New Year's Day. It's your comfort zone. Right. It's helpful to me. I don't know if, it, if it's something that I find comforting or if it's just that I'm someone who is kind of a slave to tradition and having the same show on or the same television experience at the same time every year. Mm-hmm. For me, that brings comfort. You know, the fact that it's opening day, I have to watch opening day. Uh, the, I may not watch every bear's game, every down of every bear's game, but I will be there for for the first one. It's just something that helps me mark the time and when something is taken away on a holiday, mm-hmm. it's unsettling.
1: Have you have you gotten over the fact that the telethon is not on?
0: No, I haven't. And I think a lot of people, I'm, there were a lot of people on social media that were sharing Jerry Lewis telethon you were, memories. You were having withdrawals. Yeah, and it's been forever since since the telethon's been on the air. It's been at least ten years, right? At least Jerry's been off the air for for longer than that because they kind of kicked him to the curb, and then they were doing it on their own. And then it was kind of a, a half not a good tipper. experience. No, listen, <laughs> according to Amazing Larry, go get my
1: go get me some prunes, right?
0: Amazing, Larry has some things to say about Jerry Lewis, but the fact that the Loveathon wasn't on, yeah, yet again, again, it just for me Labor Day weekend. It's like there was this thing that was a part of my life every Labor Day. Yes, every Labor Day, I would sit and watch it, and I'd stay up all night. Chad Everest needs to guest host because Jerry needs some rest. I would stay up for it. I love the whole the vibe, the Vegas vibe, the showbiz vibe. Jerry riffing and 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 the
1: twins from the
0: Southland oh, Corporation. Oh, I love all of it. I oh, here it. come here come the
1: twins. They're gonna save the day with their big giant check, right? From Seven Eleven, right? Oh, I can hardly wait. I'll tell you this: all
0: the Timpanies this year. Yes,
1: I knew September was coming, mm-hmm. and I knew it was going to be the first weekend in September. Mm-hmm. So I knew all that was going on, but because, I don't know if it's because we didn't have any preseason football or whatever it was, yeah, Labor Day completely snuck up on me. Yeah? I had no idea, like, late last week, oh, it's Labor Day? Right. Even though I knew September was here.
0: Well, I think part of it, too, is just everything that's going on. I mean, Labor Day is, you know... There's a parade in Rock Island, which didn't happen. There's all kinds of Labor Day activities that just didn't happen because of, of COVID and whatnot. The telethon, the love-a-thon wasn't on again this year. And I'm telling you, there were a lot of people, I could I could sense it. There were a lot of people that were feeling the same way and sharing some some Jerry memories. And this one completely eluded me. This one flew under my radar. I did not know about this one, and I want to share it with you now. Okay. This is Jerry Lewis in the '80s on the telethon, and I—I uh, am telling you, I think this is one of the all-time classics. Jerry Lewis uh, making an appeal because uh, he—he would—he wants some more money. Yes, and that's uh, the whole idea, right? So he does, and—and and you always knew you were in for a real treat with Jerry when they would go to him, and he would say. I don't need the cards for this one. Put the cue cards away. Oh, boy. Because that means Jerry's going to just riff. Yeah. Jerry's going to just, off the top of his head, Jerry Lewis has some, some stuff he wants to Does say. Did Jerry
1: get a little upset with us in this one? No, 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 huh? no,
0: no. Huh? This isn't this isn't one where he's, he's yelling at us that we're not giving enough money. No, no. This is Jerry Lewis just having a thought about a, a possible revenue stream okay to raise money for his kids i'm
1: just kind of mm-hmm. brainstorming yeah here. no exactly I'm thinking out loud that's exactly
0: what we're about to hear okay uh, jerry lewis this is again from the uh, i would say like I'm 83 just, 84 I'm, I'm
3: just spitballing <laughs> here we go i don't know if this makes a lot of sense now you can put the cards away i don't really know if this makes a lot of sense on the nose but do you know that last year There was about $80 billion spent in this country for coke, heroin, marijuana, maybe an equal amount spent on alcohol, cigarettes. It's scary. Every day in the port of Miami, they're picking up a billion dollars worth of cocaine. If I can get a child out of a wheelchair I don't care where I get the money So you big wheelers and dealers out there That are so high right about now anyhow Ain't gonna miss Getting on a phone and saying Yeah why not Wouldn't you like to think that what you're doing might just eradicate one of the most vicious, (laughs) lecherous diseases on the face of the earth? I'm not condoning what you people do, but I sure as hell would love to share some of that loot with you. Let's get the coke dealers. (laughs) And to the guys on the take Don't take so much Give us a little (laughs) We'll hear about that (laughs) Oh yes Yes Super Jew did it again (laughs) Casey You follow that Sweetheart (laughs) Ain't nobody can follow that Sherry Here's James
1: No You should be (laughs) locked
3: up For that (laughs) Sherry Sherry
1: You want you want drug money,
0: Jerry? We got the Rico boys kicking in the door. (laughs) It's called racketeering. All right, Casey Kasem, you follow that. No,
1: Jerry, I'm not gonna. No, I'm not gonna touch that with a ten foot pole. (laughs) Uh, I'm not gonna get implicated.
0: Speaking of touching things with a ten foot pole, that's the only way I can touch my wife. She's an Amazon, Jerry. what are you doing a billion dollars a, every day a billion dollars in cocaine every day and and I don't care where the money comes from well you should because that's illegal you think I care where the money comes from Jerry, he just wants he just wants you to you know do what's right well it looks like a couple members of the vice squad just <laughs> well up. well Jerry you've now turned this beloved charity into a criminal Uh, (laughs) ATF agents are here now (laughs) Jerry they just cuffed the twins from the Southland Corporation. The Southland Cup they're dragging them out. Jerry all of your kids are now an accessory (laughs) an accessory to the drug trade. I don't care where the money comes from. Well you kind of have to. (laughs) And all you guys on the take just take a little less, you know. Give us mi- some of that money.
1: middlemen, <laughs> you know. You know who you are, Boss Gags.
0: I never heard that one. That's just classic.
1: Get rid of the cards. Uh, <laughs> I don't need the cards for this one. All what of I'm you, gonna, what I'm gonna all of you, dope dealers. What I'm going to say is get is going to get us all arrested, and that's that includes our studio audience <laughs> here. <laughs> Every one
0: of you who just clapped for that we've got it on we, tape we've taken notes and you're all accessories we know where you live to a massive criminal <laughs> scheme
1: you can't do this Jerry this
0: is why I would stay up all night let me ask you this for moments like that
1: let me ask you this yes I suppose the chances of the love coming back are probably not the best not great not the best no they certainly wouldn't be doing it with Mr. Jerry Lewis. No. He has left. He's no longer alive. Yes. He's not with us. Yes. But if they ever did. Yeah. First of all, if they did. Mm-hmm. And of course, there's also there's always the local element to the Love a Right. Telethon.
0: Well, I mean, Jim King very famously for years and years. Absolutely. Held down the, the fort in that regard. He yes. sure did. Yes.
1: But if they ever brought it back. Yeah. Would you consider being the local host uh, if asked? Yes, in a heartbeat. I figured as much. In a, uh, what, it's a, almost, what an honor I, that! I would mean. think that that would be right up there for you. Yeah, with being on Jeopardy, which would be which would be better?
0: Well, I think that. Well, I mean, I mean,
1: you have, have you'd have you'd have the tuxedo thing. and everything. Yeah, you don't no. get to wear a tuxedo on Jeopardy. I guess
0: you could. Uh, I, I think they frown on that. I, I I think that it, being a local host for the Lovathon would be certainly be more rewarding spiritually but I'd be making more coin doing the Jeopardy thing. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Like if you're telling me I could pick one or the other? One one gets to happen.
1: I mean, can think about it. If you're like the Lovathon local Lovathon host for say 20 years
0: so I could be like like the next Jim King and yes, be the guy that does it for a year after That they that a whole generation, that's what they remember. I mean, didn't Wild Man did it for years and years, didn't he? Wasn't Wild Man kind of the, the love-a-thon guy? Um, I think Wild he, Man was great at that. Because Wild Man had no problem looking at the camera and saying, you you, you have money that you can give to these kids. I'll tear your tonsils out if you don't give me $5. <laughs> no problem doing that. temp Oh, how I miss this. We got we to gotta play the one where they skin Jerry Lewis or Sammy Davis Jr. alive. They fillet him. <laughs> I would probably want, rather do Jeopardy, to be honest, just because oh, that's, okay. that's, that, that would just be what more, would more rewarding if, what if you, for me financially.
1: What what would happen? I would be
0: happy to do the, both.
1: What would happen if you went to Jeopardy? Yeah. And you got skunked.
0: Uh, that's the fear. That's the thing that keeps me up at night. Negative numbers. Yeah. No, that's it. And I, uh, I would never hear the end of it. I know. I'd have to go into hiding. I couldn't but That's come, the high wire. I couldn't come here and do the show. If I went on Jeopardy and I got skunked, I wouldn't bring it up. You would too and every listener would as well. Every time I open my mouth, I just hear the beep 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 the Jeopardy wrong noises. Second,
3: wait wait a minute, just a wait second.
0: Ahead. Jerry always wants to get one dollar more than he got last year.
3: Okay? Yeah. One dollar more. All right? Yeah. On this roll, you have surpassed last year. No! Wow! Let's
0: do it! 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 And <laughs> screeching is Sammy Davis Jr.
1: They're amputating
0: both of Sammy's arms. We've got to do some sort of Labor Day something for the community because it's just without that telethon, I'm a ship without a rudder on Labor Day weekend. I don't know what to do with myself. Hmm. Well, you've got a year to think about it. I would rather watch the Lovathon than host it. Me too.
1: But if asked, I would be happy to do whatever. I'd be happy to watch you do it. <laughs> I mean, some, not a, see, not, a, not a lot. But I'd have to. to I'd have on. to
0: do it, kind of as an homage to the show I remember. Well, of course, you would. Uh, so you could, w-
1: you could have like the old Tom Poston uh, <laughs> cutout.
0: What was that, Tom he, Poston he, cutout? He
1: he came here. He was here with Jim King. He... Tom Poston was. Yes. Really, I guess yes. I,
0: that was before my time in the Quad yes. Cities. No,
1: he was. Uh, he was here for years and years and years as part of that. No kidding.
2: Uh
0: huh. They're all gone. Mm. Tom Poston, Ed McMahon, Egg McMahon, as Larry calls him. Yes. Casey, Jerry, Chad Everett, Chad Everett. They're all gone. Uh, it's a different. The time. Southland
1: twins are still with us. <laughs>
0: well, yeah, they're at the port of Miami. Just. Counting the money. <laughs> Kingpins. <laughs> Four. 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 We were talking earlier in the show about the Jerry Lewis love Yes. And how it wasn't on this Labor Day. It hasn't been on in, in ten years. And Jerry kind of
1: But oh what a tradition it was. Well it
0: was the greatest. I mean it was just the greatest to have the telethon be a part of your Labor Day.
1: Do you remember a particular year that you kind of did it all? Oh, or just 84, 85.
0: 84, Cause 85. Because I would have been old enough where I would stay. I was pulling an all... I, like my first ever all-nighter. Yeah. Staying up, watching the, uh, mm-hmm. the love a uh, Got a text, and uh, I think we're going to be getting a phone call here any minute. Okay. From none other than Sweet Eileen. Really? And Sweet Eileen has some, some memories uh, that of, she wants to of share. Of the love Of the love wait, wait, wait a minute, just a wait. second. Jerry
3: always wants to get $1 more than he got last year. Wow! Okay. Yeah,
1: $1 more. I,
0: All right. can't, I can't hear Sammy get again.
1: <laughs> no, it's too painful.
0: She says here in a text that she sent me, Sweet Eileen. Mm-hmm. She says, I have a funny story about old Jerry Lewis telethon. When Jim King hosted, my brother and I would call and torment them. Oh, we would ask if Jim King still played with his thing. And we would make pledges from people we didn't like. That's awful. That's terrible. That's, why are you
1: admitting to that? And we went on, promising on people that Promising money from people that they didn't like.
2: That
0: is awful, but classic. Uh, she says here, uh, it went on and on. It Jim, went on and on. Jim King got mad as heck. Well, he had every <laughs> right to. Anyway, uh, she says, I'm glad you're back. Nice to hear you again. Thanks, sweet Eileen. Yeah, well, that's. So they'd call and ask, "Is J- does Jim King still play with his thing? And then they'd make <laughs> bogus donations. And it <laughs> sounds like it never
1: ended.
2: right <laughs>
0: That's how they would pass the time.
1: Every year, every year, <laughs> they would find, every year, they would, uh, after all was sis, said and
0: done. Sis, I need you to, to help me out with the telethon this year. You, you know, I'm on it.
1: Bail. Um, every year there was a.
0: <gasps> well, yeah, so, well, this is Mr. Jones. Uh, Pull me down for $1,000. <laughs>
1: every year there was a deficit of money. <laughs> and that's where it came that's from terrible yeah we were always somehow right around uh, about 12 grand shorts
0: oh well this is the man who yelled at sweet eileen for playing in his yard uh i'd like to donate twelve thousand dollars <laughs> and they're just giggling the whole time uh-huh. yeah. yeah that was before there was a uh, caller id i imagine yeah have you ever you've worked the phone banks at a telethon haven't you I've done it a couple of times. In fact, I did it for MDA once or twice, at Channel Eight. I would you do like a couple hours shift and write down people's credit card numbers. I don't or
1: know if I have or not. It seems did we do that together some um, at some place?
0: I don't remember you doing it. I remember doing it though for the MDA, where I was it I was there in the though, phone bank.
1: It seems as though I did, or maybe I'm just thinking of an episode of Family Ties. <laughs> because the, well, they were constantly having telethons. I
0: gave Sweet Eileen the hotline number. So please call in. Yeah. Because it, well, to hear to hear this story from Sweet Eileen herself would be just gold. Just absolute gold.
1: Well, if not now. Hmm. Mm? Hmm. Mm?
0: Uh. Yeah. So having having Sweet Eileen in the mix is gonna that's gonna take us to the next level.
1: Maybe she's just now realizing that she's confessing to a crime.
0: It's not a crime. It's just listen. That happened a lot <laughs> when she was, and these were people they didn't like, Darren. I know. It wasn't like innocent people. These are people who had wronged people. People, the family, people that had it coming to them. Well, yes, I'm the man who wouldn't buy Girl Scout cookies. Put me down for five hundred. <laughs>
1: 500 boxes of cookies? We're not selling them.
0: No, no, dollars for Jerry's, kids. Does Jim King play with st- us? <laughs> I'm going to pass out. That's just gold.
1: Yeah, love-a-thon hijinks.
0: <laughs> oh, This is the greatest Tuesday that feels like a Monday ever. Darren. Okay. Uh, calling us on the Jack Kluckman uh, local celebrity hotline. Ladies and gentlemen, her, her first time here on Planet 93.9, it's Sweet Eileen. Good morning, Sweet Eileen. Hey,
2: guys. It's... it's been a while since I've talked to you. I've missed
0: you. Yeah, we've missed you, too. What have you been up to, kid?
2: Um, I've just been kind of hurting lately, and um, I don't know. They say I need to get replaced but and I had a with boyfriend for quite a while. So I still got my um, two talking, high giving cats. Uh, well, that's Hellboy good. And the, Hellboy and Hellboy and Cross,
0: yeah. Cross is still they're, yeah. they're still causing trouble, and they still talk in perfect English.
2: Uh, well, the Hellboy did have some always stress down. And then if I think, get me, he'll shake hands. And Cro- Christopher Cross, um, I say high five, take okay, And he calls me Mom and Mama. And uh if I say something he goes, Watch or huh? Or, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so they don't talk who happens. But you know, a few words here and there.
0: The t- it's sweet Eileen and her talking cats, Christopher Cross and Hellboy. Sure. All right. so the the the, yeah. the the story that you shared uh via text and i hope it's okay that i shared that with the audience uh when you were yeah. when you were much younger you used to use the uh, labor day telethon your brother and you uh for was some hijinks an opportunity for some mischief
2: yeah well not well yeah i mean i want a few years back but I was still old enough to know better, you know. <laughs> I, was, I was probably in my 30s or so oh, when God. I went that. I think. I think. I mean, I wasn't, you know. <laughs> I, I, I was living with this one night, I don't know, for about 20 years. And then we moved away to champaign Urbana, and I'd come back for the holidays, you know and I'd get together to stay at my mom, she's dead now, and my um, brother and her lived together, and we would just ring all sorts of hell, stay up all night, and you know, especially like on the holidays, Memorial Day and Labor Day. Well, sure, you had the,
1: with the telethon, You with Labor Day, you had the telethon to watch all night long.
0: Yeah, for some reason, I was picturing you were like 12 years old when you were doing this, you were in your
2: 30s. at least, yeah, I'd have to think <laughs> back. <on> that, but... <laughs> yes, at least, oh brother. <laughs> well, Maybe even a little older than that. Maybe even.
0: And you would do it oh, until you would goodness. do it until Jim King would yell at you, or when would you guys snuck it off?
2: Oh man, we really wouldn't, you know. He then he give you this, he give you this guilt trip, but uh, I just <laughs> you people ought to be ashamed of yourselves, you know, and all this stuff and. He would get so mad and we Hey the Jim King still play with it. You know what?
1: I think I kind of remember that stuff. When he would get mad at people doing prank Yeah, calls. I didn't realize it was sweet <laughs> Eileen when she was forty.
2: I, I was the main you know, the main the main person that caught as my father and I. Oh. And my brother, was brother is few years younger than we don't you know. I should have known better. Well, but we it, had it, all it, the
1: time. it sounds like. Uh, did you say that your father was involved?
2: No, well, no, my dad's been dead for. He's been dead for many years oh. before that. He opened up the 1st uh, point coin-operated launderman around the Quad City area. My mom killed him off years ago. You know?
0: <laughs> you're, you're you're joking about the mom killing him off, right? That's that's well, that's... not
2: really, not officially <laughs> killing him, but you know. In fact, that's where we learned that behavior, that awful behavior from with Mommy Garrett you
0: know. Now, and now your mother, you told this story before on our old show, or maybe it was on a podcast. Uh, the story of, of your mother uh, loading the kids up in the car and... Uh, and Dive dri-
1: bombing a uh, law office. Yeah,
0: driving to a lawyer's office. What was that story?
2: Oh, wait a minute. Oh, when I bailed out of the car? <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Oh, oh, I know. Um, my uh, dad was Greek, and he had a, well, I better not mention the name, but they, I'm sure he's dead, they're dad now. But he had an attorney friend in East Lillian. And, uh, boy, my mom hated MC, well, I better not use the word, but Evan yeah. Scheister, you know, yeah, and stuff. Huh. And uh, <laughs> one day we're down by there, and, oh, you know how, I? you know what? I was, you know, just point I was I think only about 12 years old remember I had a crack on and the brakes gave out on the car and uh, she goes bail out, bail out. <laughs> she, um, thought,
1: she thought it was a better idea for you guys to tuck and roll as opposed to <laughs> kind of hunker down in the car and take the impact right
2: yeah, and you try—you try jumping out of a car, you know. I mean, with yeah, cars, with a with a, with
1: a dress on. Yeah. no, wow,
2: that's I oh boy. With a dress, I got pretty freaked up. And then she's like, "I'm gonna try and aim it for the ice cream building."
0: Oh. Now that the car has become a weapon, yeah. now I that, need to target the attorney. Now,
1: now that the car <laughs> is a missile, mm-hmm. um, I might as well try to go ahead and target the law office. Uh, oh well, those oh are my God. those are great family memories, Sweet uh, Eileen. It, 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 it's oh great.
0: It's great hearing from you, and we hope don't be
1: don't be shy, yeah, Sweet Eileen. Yeah. Okay, C- call any time. Oh, yeah,
2: I'll see some good stories coming when I have them, buddy. Nice talking to you oh, guys. Okay. Love All you, right.
1: Thank, thank you. you. Thank
0: you, sweet bye Eileen. Bye-bye. You're, you're just the best. hmm
1: just, uh, just what a Tuesday needed.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. Five. 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 Number five. See what's going on in Denver? they got a winter storm. Yeah. Well,
1: Eric was talking about that uh, last week, that it was going to go from 100 to
0: a winter storm. 60-degree drop in daily high temperatures. On Saturday, it was 101 degrees. Today, the high will be 32. Sunday, it got up to 97. So it was 97 yesterday. Uh, today, the high will be 32.
1: You know what? When you get a temperature drop like that or a swing like that, yeah, you know what that can cause? Well, pe- uh, people die from that, don't they? Well, I wasn't going there.
0: Oh, yeah. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I, I know what. When the temperature drops that dramatically, yes. you're, you're asking me, what does that cause? And you get
1: a good case of what?
3: Diarrhea. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: I mean come on, that's no, just That's, that's not just, good for your colon or no, your large not, or small intestine. No, it's not easy on your system. No.
0: You're gonna you're gonna have a temperature you're, drop like that. No, you're gonna
1: pay a price. Yes.
0: You're gonna pay that price all day long. Stop yourself.
2: Poop. Diarrhea poop. So ninety-seven
0: yesterday, thirty-two. Today. Or no, not yesterday. Sunday, I guess. Yesterday was Monday. Ah, blasted three-day weekends. They're saying that that drastic change in the weather happened last night and in it today. Record heat replaced now by winter
1: warnings. Boy, I bet it was just a matter of just like that. Yeah. It was like, oh, here it is. Here it comes. Well, I was
0: in Denver last October. Sounds made up. And we got out just before they got a whole bunch of snow. In October, which maybe that's normal for Denver. I will say this about Denver, having been there twice. Beautiful city. Mm -hmm. Lots of really cool stuff to do. A lot of people wearing barrels. Too many people in that town. They are not equipped for all the people they have. Too many people for the size of the place. If you like traffic, Denver's the place for you. You will sit in traffic if you go there, for sure. But I can't wait to go back. I love Denver. But go somewhere... And stay where you can like walk or bike to it and don't get in don't get in a vehicle. Mm-hmm. That's my advice. Fly in, take the train. They don't need any more cars there. Stop yourself. It's a good way to get diarrhea <laughs> sitting in all that traffic. <laughs> no kidding. Jeez, Louise, those fumes. New cereal on the market. Little Debbie oatmeal cream pie cereal. Oh yes. They're also working on apparently a little Debbie. Cosmic Brownie cereal Hmm When I see Cosmic Brownies On the shelf Am I the only one That thinks oh, 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 We're doing this now Like Cosmic Brownie Sounds like something You A brownie you should Only have a little bit of mm-hmm. And then maybe You know Turn on the wall Or dark what, side of what the What comes
1: with The Cosmic Brownie Well
0: Are... that's They haven't officially Announced the Cosmic Brownie Cereal But the Cosmic Brownie Is just a brownie With like little tiny M&M's in it
1: Okay, that's what, but like, that's what I thought.
0: But like, m ms not the real
1: ones. Yeah, tiny little ones.
0: Yeah, right? It's like a little candy. I don't even know if it's M&M's. It might just be like a candy thing. It's too much. It's candy on top of candy.
1: You've already got the brownie. That's enough. That's what I'm saying. If I want to... was the last time you had a good brownie? Oh. Hmm. You might want to whip up a batch.
0: A good brownie or a little Debbie brownie?
1: A brownie. Hmm. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would be uh, making brownies on a uh, rainy day. I've heard worse. Yeah, that doesn't
0: sound bad. Cosmic brownie cereal not launching at this time. It's almost
1: like the cosmic cow.
0: But (laughs) Monroe (laughs) can't help myself. It's not even. You know, it's not even like a response I'm aware of. I know it's, it's like. I know it. That's
1: what my brother was mentioning the other day. Is that. That You were t- you were doing a story and you were talking about, uh, I think you were just mentioning a town like Monroe, Louisiana, and you couldn't stop I just go story. right into Ted you Knight. You go right
0: into it and you just keep going. Yeah, I, I'm not even aware that I do no, it. No, I know it. There's times when I listen to the show and I'm putting together like promos or stuff for the podcast and, uh-huh. I, and, I, and it's just out of nowhere. I'm like, why do I always feel the need to Ted Knight <laughs> everything up whenever anything Monroe is, it's is just, named? You know. The Oatmeal Cream Pie Cereal confirmed by Kellogg's. It'll be on store shelves in December. That'll be pretty sweet. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. The Little Debbie Oatmeal Cream Pie Cereal. Interesting.
1: They used to have a uh, Little Debbie's vending machine over at, uh, well, over at, I wonder if they still have it. Do they still have it over
0: there at Channel 8? Little Debbie's vending machine? Uh Uh-huh. Well, they, had they, it,
1: they had it there in 1969 yeah. during Romper Room. It
0: was not there when I... No, it's Are not you there. you sure? Yeah. But you were around the whole building? They have a really nice vending machine situation Hasty, in the tasty. upstairs lounge. Yeah, no. No, this got, was not upstairs. I was not allowed upstairs. No, so yeah. Little Debbie had like a vending machine for you kids when you went to Romper Well, room. no, I don't think it was just for us kids. I think it was for everyone. Hmm. There it's was no little, there's no little Debbie at, at Channel 8. There's no Little Debbie press. Who would know... Uh, where that went. <laughs> you want the machine? You want the Little Debbie well, vending machine? who's been there the longest that would
1: have the most, lo- most likely would know hmm. where, where that vending machine went?
0: Hmm. Probably, well, Merton's? I wonder if he ever saw it. Uh, text here on the Dave and Darren text line says, I'm surprised they're not doing Star Crunch cereal. That kind of lends itself. Yeah. That'd right. be good. How about this? New cereal from the people at Molto Meal. Churros. Mm-hmm. It's like little Ori It's like little uh, Cheerios, but they're made churros. out of churros. Yes. I don't. I don't hate that idea. Apparently, this is something cinnamon toast crunch did years ago. Well, it's still but pre- it hasn't been on store shelves it's, in seven years. It's better than Cheerios and circus peanuts. <laughs> How about this chocolate ego cereal? That's coming back on the store shelves. Chocolate waffles. Eggo cereal was discontinued in 2012. And now they're bringing it back. Chocolate waffle cereal. Kellogg's Eggo cereal. Does that do anything for you? Well, I'm not a big sweet cereal guy. But... Uh, chocolate life cereal. That's another new cereal. So it's life cereal. Give it to Mikey. He likes it. Only it's chocolate flavored. I thought the whole point of life is that it's... Looks boring and not fun for kids to eat. That's life. Summer of 2021, there's going to be something called Kit Kat cereal. I like Kit Kats. But as a cereal? That's a lot. Yeah, I don't know that that works for me. I don't know that I can make that happen. These Little Debbie oatmeal cream pie cookies. Again, they'll be on the store shelves in December. December. Uh, the cereal will be crispy oatmeal puffs with a cream coating. They're doing this to celebrate Little Debbie's 60th anniversary. Wow. I would have assumed Little Debbie's been around a lot longer than that. So would I, because I'm talking about that vending machine, and that's over 50 years ago. So, like, Little Debbie was kind, kind of a... new on the market when she had these vending machines around the Quad Cities. Um, was Was she on the... Oh, I'm looking at it now. A sponsor? I'm looking at a picture of the little Debbie vending machine. Was it like a tiny little machine? For this no, looks like I don't think this so. This looks like it's this is somebody having a fun. This looks like it's just made for kids. The, uh, they have it next to an adult vending machine. You would have well, been maybe. You would have been five when you saw this. Yeah. So, so it
1: might have seemed bigger.
0: Yeah. Maybe yeah. it was smaller. Yeah, they were little, little tiny little Debbie machines. I don't. I don't know. Maybe. Wonder where where it went. Little Debbie just feels like a brand that's been around f- for a hundred years, but it's just now their sixtieth anniversary, so that's why they're getting a cereal. Is it just because the, I mean the logo is so old and iconic? Why would why why do we think that that's been around for forever? Little Debbie, the untold truth of Little Debbie. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Uh, by the way, Little Debbie sounds like it could be one of the popular rappers of today. It's true. The untold truth of Little Debbie. Are we going to find out? Th- okay, well, it turns out Little Debbie is a real person. There there really is a Little Debbie. Debbie McKee Fowler. Grown up and very much part of the family business. Currently serving as the executive vice president.
1: Currently serving life.
2: <laughs> of McKee Foods.
0: <laughs> How did she end up on the box? Well, the packaging supplier suggested that the boss use the name of a family member when he launched the new product there at McKee Foods. Uh, O.D. McKee, Debbie's grandfather and the founder of the company, decided to use his four-year-old granddaughter. He had a picture of her wearing her favorite straw hat and they used that for the brand image. Mm -hmm. Also, by the way, he never told her he was going to do it. And the parents were furious when they found out that this happened. So Grandpa took a picture of his Uh granddaughter said, Here, Little Debbie, here's a picture. Put this on all the boxes. Doesn't ask, doesn't tell. And then Little Debbie just shows up and the product is up and running. And they're not cut in on any of it. Well, they weren't thrilled. Well, you really should ask if you're going to do that, right? What What are you doing? Little Debbie, uh, and then they the uh, the Nutty Bar. Yes, they don't call them Nutty Bars anymore. They d- they, they call don't. them Nutty Buddies. Mm. The original Nutty Bar, one of their top sellers, but sure. they ch- they changed the name in 2016 from the Nutty Bar to the Nutty Buddy. But they never explained.
1: I don't have to explain why they did
0: that. Little Debbie has sent people to prison. It says here, the taste of Little Debbie is so good that people think they're worth going to jail for. Over the past several years, there have been at least two known incidents of people stealing huge amounts of Little Debbie products. North Carolina 2015, brazen thieves cut through a fence where a distribution van was parked. Once inside, they broke in the van and sold 65 cases of snacks, including oatmeal cream pies. Swiss rolls and honey buns in May of 2017 two women arrested in Arkansas for stealing a trailer carrying $5,000 worth of Little Debbie's snacks is it all over rock I guess so I didn't think it'd be like this And just like that we're done with Dave and Darren's top five things podcast the podcast is brought to you by Nature's Treatment
1: of Illinois. Uh, they are open in Milan every day in Galesburg. They're open weekdays and Saturdays. Nature's Treatment of Illinois' goal is to fully understand their clients' needs physically, mentally, and emotionally because they know it is not easy to live with a chronic illness. Their experienced wellness consultants can sit down with you and discuss what options are going to work best for you. and and make you feel more comfortable. Frequently asked questions are answered at the website. You just need to go to ntillinois.com.
0: Hey, a little bit of housekeeping before I push the button and end the show. Yes. Uh, if you want to do the Cover 5 League with us this year, you know, the NFL starts this week. Uh, if you want to do the Cover 5, the invite code is on our Facebook. You'll also get all the information you need at nachoradio.com and daveanddarren.com. So there's that if you want to play along with us for the NFL Cover 5. It costs nothing. And it's a fun way to have a little bit of skin in the games. Yes, very good. Till we get a chance to do it for you again, hang loose, kooks. And you stay classy and safe, Quad Cities. Come on, uh, Quad Cities.
1: represent. this is for the Quad Cities record spot. Davin Ford, yeah, we keeping it locked, right, Come on, and it just don't stop. East Moline, yeah, they keeping it hot.
3: I still love Easter, suckers. Ha 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 ha.